Hi, and welcome to the Great Data Minds podcast series. Today is Friday, thank God, TGIF. And it's Friday afternoon here at the Great Data Minds offices. A little warning to our listeners, we've got the Tito's flowing on our first round. So if you hear a little bit of crackling of ice here and there throughout the podcast, you know what's going down. But we're really excited today to have our guest, um, Kevin Swearingen. And he is with the fine guys up at Boulder Insights, one of the top Tableau partners in the country. Uh, great guy. He's going to talk to us about why Sally might want a pie chart. And then Mike um, Lampa, who's one of our advisors at Great Data Minds, is going to ask him a bunch of questions. And I haven't heard any practicing on questions, so I think you guys are just going to banter. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting Yeah, so, <laughs> so I'll let you guys take it from here. All right. Thanks, Jimmy. And uh, Kevin, welcome. Thank you. All right. So tell me, is Sally single? No, Sally. <laughs> Sally is just symbolic of like, you know, we talk about like this love for data that a lot of us have. Uh-huh. Sally's just kind of symbolic of somebody that doesn't really love data. That's never going to probably excel at data like the rest of us do. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I think she's more of a persona than she is an actual person. Uh-huh. So, um, so you know, before we get in, tell, tell me a little bit about you and, uh, and sure. Boulder. Sure. Yeah. yeah. So um, I work at Boulder Insight, and it's a little interesting. Um, I'm actually the UX director over at Boulder Insight, which for a visual analytics firm um, that specializes in Tableau is a little bit unique, meaning most firms out there leverage Tableau for their customers, and that's kind of where they start or where they stop. In our case, that's where we really begin, Mm -hmm. meaning like we are, can I say badasses with data? Mm -hmm. Is that Mm -hmm. I think you just did. Sorry, (laughs) must we edit that out, I guess. Um, But in addition to that, at the end of our process, we actually apply UI, UX, and human-centered design practices to our dashboards to make sure that we're meeting the needs of all the clients and, quite frankly, all the users that are going to be using the data. So we're a little unique in that arena. Yeah. All right. So tell me about the the incarnation of, you know, Sally wants a pie chart. What's the... the, uh, what's the message we're getting out of here? So, so the concept is basically, you know, a lot of times we as data people design for other data people. Um, and if you're a data person at all and you're in data visualization, the pie chart is actually the most ineffective way to <laughs> display data mm-hmm. on the planet. Like bar charts are superior. You can go on and on and on. But basically, you know, if you're a data person, you would almost laugh at the concept of using a pie chart when there's like so many other data visualization options available to you. Um, but, you know, the the concept that kind of came up was like, why aren't we giving people like Sally a pie chart, mm-hmm. you know, and then creating more of a, a path, you know, more of a path to find a better way into the data and have them develop along the way their data competency, Mm -hmm. where instead we go, no, we know better than you, have this view, this is exactly what you're looking for. And uh, we don't really talk to Susie. Okay, yeah, thank you. That strikes a couple chords. One is maybe I'm not talking to Susie and trying to really understand what kind of behavior she's trying to change. So that's what I think. I think at the end of the day, we're not even listening to Susie. We're, oh, we're kind of hoping Susie doesn't even work here anymore and hopefully is replaced by a data-minded person, uh-huh. right? It doesn't mean she's not good at her job. What it means is, like, as data people, we're not, we, we're not catering to her needs. We're only catering to our needs as data people. What's the best, most accurate, perfect view of this data that we can do? 
from a data person's perspective. Yeah. I'm sensing there's some kind of education gap going on there. There is, and we're finding that in the industry too. Like a big focus is actually switching to people. You know, that's one of the ways I ran into Julie actually mm -hmm. is the love for, you know, people and analytics, mm -hmm. you know, and that's a, that's kind of a, a new change in the market that people are starting to focus. We're starting to focus in on people, not like, how do we get better with the data? How do we achieve more with the data? I think we're kind of hitting a point until VR and like virtual reality becomes like this weird thing where data is everywhere, I guess. But we're hitting the point where we're doing the best we can with the data and we're still not getting the impact we need on these big data projects. We're mm -hmm. still not seeing you introduce Tableau into a company and you didn't radically transform the company, right? Mm -hmm. So we're, we're starting to narrow in on like, it's actually the people, mm -hmm. you know? And what I'm saying is like, there's different levels of people, meaning like build that perfect view, build that beautiful view of a dashboard, then come back and build that not so perfect view of a dashboard that you know, Sally can actually use leverage and understand, right? Mm -hmm. um, and we're not doing that currently. So in, in, in your experience, what gets the, the bigger business benefit realization, the adoption level or the aesthetic of the visualization? So I think everybody's after the aesthetic, but I think it's the adoption that we're starting to focus on as an industry, uh -huh. right? So there are other, there's other verticals, other like areas of companies that are actually doing things like this. So in marketing, you know, human-centered design is what it's all about right now. It's like talking to people to build superior products. With the dashboards and data visualization, we're not approaching it like building a product. We're just saying, we're going to build this dashboard. Time's critical. How fast can you build it? You know, does it have all your KPIs? Does it have, you know, the bar charts and everything like that? You're not going deep enough. You're not treating it like you're building a product. You're not stopping and talking to your audience. You're not iterating. You know, usually when you throw up a dashboard, it's like, I'm done with this dashboard. Right. Are you? Mm. Did you? Do you know it's effective? Have you talked to Sally? Have you talked to George? Have you talked to these people? Did it really transform their work, right? These are things you would do when you're designing a product. Like if you're building an app, you wouldn't say, I got this. I'm an app person. Here's your app. Mm. You know, no, you would stop. You would talk to the audience. You would iterate. You would like prototype. You would like engage the audience. And then you would like, quite frankly, keep evolving that process. Well, that sounds, you know? Yeah, like a lot of human user experience journey development. It, it's right? a lot of journey mapping, yeah. yeah. Okay. But you can do the same thing here. There's there's two journey maps going on, and that's kind of what we follow at Boulder Insight. Like, there is a path of an employee. It's their data journey, right? Mm -hmm. And then there's a C-level data journey. So somebody that put the initiative in to you know, have an analytics program to make it self-service, mm -hmm. you know, to achieve, you know, data excellence is what they call it. But there's also Sally's path and George's path and Fred's path, Pats. you know, What's Pats that? Path. and Pat's path, <laughs> but, uh, but their paths run at different speeds. Right. And while we're trying to focus on the sea level path, we're not really focusing on Sally's path and everybody's path. Yeah. Right. Okay. So there's actually the people's data competency journey, and then there's the company, quite frankly, their data security because, you know, a company is a currently like a pack of people. So if we're not, if we're not evolving our people down that path, yeah. we're not going to achieve data excellence. All right. You triggered a thought now. Um, three thoughts. This is great. I'm done after that. Right. Thoughts. 
Um, <laughs> um, there's a lot of, there is a lot of focus, I believe, in the industry around persona based, you know, so let's understand our categories of personas that we're trying to deliver to. But you introduced within personas, there's competency levels, mm-hmm. understanding levels, or even you know, education levels. Yep. How do I work with data? Yep. So is that starting to get layered in in your UX? So kind of with what we do, it definitely is. Uh-huh. So we have a manufacturing client that we're actually going on site with. Um, in, think about two weeks, we're trying to make sure like uh, all the scheduling lines up. But that's what we're doing. Like we're building the initial dashboards. Like we're doing the first pass at it kind of. And then we're going in and actually talking to all the departments. We're interviewing the process, interviewing everybody. And we're actually applying techniques that um, a company named IDO, which is kind of, they're the thought leaders in, in a human centered design right now. Uh Um, We're applying a lot of their strategies and a lot of their systems and a lot of their methodologies. And we'll come out more clear. One of the problems we have right now is the plant managers, the, the ones that are actually supervising all the production people, all they did was take their Excel sheet they had and moved it into Tableau. Yeah. And that's all we're looking at. We're like, we can make this so much better. And they're like, but these guys need that. So we're actually going to go down there and I'm going to start very simple by meeting them where they live. Like the funny thing is, does anybody know why we have the keyboard we have? Or Courtney keyboard, right? The one on our computer right now. Does anybody know why we have it? Because you know why it was we have a typewriter it? one? I don't. But do you know why? No. So this was the fastest keyboard that did not jam up the keys. So huh. this is the fastest configuration that did not jam up the keys when they were typing. So the military adopted it. The U.S. adopted it. Everybody adopted it, right? There was, well, actually, <laughs> there was actually a faster way for humans to type even back then. Uh-huh. And that was, um, I can't remember the name of that pattern, but there's a different pattern that was actually faster, but it jammed up the keys because everybody typed way too fast. Oh, wow. So this keyboard is actually designed to make things go slower, but we don't because, fix it. Because of the technology constraint at that time. At that time, oh, right? Wow. And, but these guys are facing the same thing. Like they're saying, this is the best way for me to operate my company. And it's like, we know it's not, but I can't go in there and tell them they're wrong. I have to go in there and give them examples like that and help them get there. Walk the journey with them, yeah. Bingo. Yeah, especially, I, I love that you're in the plants, you know, because, you know, doing gimbal walks and, you know. So as you are working with this migrated Excel spreadsheet with them, give me a feel for the interaction dialogue. Are you seeking to see, so are you watching what he does as an action item coming out of there? And then, you know, honestly, it's, it's more of an educator. Yeah. And what you want to start doing is planting seeds yeah. and you're not going to get adoption overnight. I think that's the other thing, you know, in tech where you feel like tech can solve about anything. Right. We're not going to solve this in one visit. Mm-hmm. We're not going to solve this in two visits, right. but I will be able based on their conversation. Like I can't even give you an answer right now. That's how this works. Because mm-hmm. until I talk to whoever that supervisor is or whoever that person is, that's holding solid on that. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the solve is, yeah. you know, and it's it's about meeting those people at their needs. It's not about like this isn't a cattle call. Mm-hmm. Like I don't care about fixing, supervising, manufacturing, shift management, you know, attendance rate for the world. That's not what I'm after. I'm after solving it for 
I'm going to call him Fred. I don't know his name, but <laughs> that's that's all I care about. Sally's like, husband. I, it's married to Sally, probably. <laughs> all comes back to Sally, but but I can't tell you the salt because I don't know the salt yet, yeah. and that's that's leading with humans. That's what it does, yeah. right? Yeah. Like the company that we're dealing with doesn't. They care we're on budget. They care we're doing quality work. I doubt if they care how we get him to move. I doubt if they care how we get him to be more productive, you know, or enter his timesheets correctly is kind of an issue they run into. Right. So I won't know until I get there. And then there's a beautiful book out there by IDEO, which is the humans, human centered design, uh, field book and I bought you a copy and forgot it. You're so sweet. So next time, next time we run into each other. Um, But anyway, it's got all the strategies and methodologies in it that, we use constantly and you can mix mix and match based on the situation right you don't go in there and say okay there's a six phase approach to product design you know and and that's one of the strategies however there are is there is like a ton of different ways to go about it right, right. there's uh-huh. interview processes um there's interactive like sketching anyway sure um, yeah. but there's a lot of different ways to solve it there's there and there's I've been in a lot of companies over my consulting career. There's very few companies that adopt that. Um, <clears throat> the one exception that I most recently had uh, the experience to uh, see was at Honeywell, and they were very I mean, very Six Sigma focused. They were very I love uh, Six Sigma. Yeah, they were, you know it was Honeywell operating system. They had Honeywell user experience, everything was you know queue and whatnot, and they were very big on the gamble walk, right? And they ran their, their all their operating systems. It was all based on Six Sigma. Um, and during that Gemba watch is when you really understand where the issues are. And you're watching these guys do their daily stand-ups. And it's at all those different levels. And they they witnessed it over and over and over again until they started to really understand a day in the life of these guys. Mm-hmm. And then started coming back with the wireframes. And what, what a beautiful and, – and the adoption rate then is just through the roof. It really is. Yeah. It really is. You yeah. can see the engagement. Yeah. yeah. Um, I've, I've, I've often seen we, – we're, we're blowing our great opportunity on, on the bookend when we sit down to understand really what do you want to do with these analytics? What are we trying to achieve? And what are you trying to change, right? Mm-hmm. Which is that behavior um, uh, reference I had early on. And then in the back end is – just some good techniques to promote adoption. And I love what you're saying is it's going to be an interactive dialogue with these guys. In the it is. Until and the other, the other thing that's going to be really hard and as consultants, this is unfortunately where we live in. We can only show them the way, like we can give them the manual. We can tell them how to do it. But if we go in and, and, and approach it with a human first, and then, you know, we're done with our contract and our services. If that company doesn't, repeat that or embrace that or keep that going it, it dies right there so so what do you recommend there like a kind of a change agent so kind of sweat you know uh, tiger team or something i mm-hmm. you know i think so but everybody everybody frowns on adding more staff or more responsibility or new roles and all that mm-hmm. what we actually offer a new service to our company to address these needs is actually a monthly strategy service mm-hmm. so for consulting, you know, you're coming in, you're doing a bulk of the work, you're you're documenting everything, you're aligning the data, you're doing the visualizations. But when that's done, you know, the contact we're working with, they're kind of out in the cold now. Mm-hmm. So we took a page from like 
SEO companies do this, some marketing companies do this, where it's like, why don't we go to the strategy approach, make it something that's very budgetable that can fit into like, you know, a yearly instead of like, you know, here's a big project with a big price tag. It's, yeah, yeah. it's a smaller chunk uh -huh. and support that person. So yeah. we can support, you know, the people we're working with past the project. So, and that's a new service we're offering, but that's how we're trying to approach it. Are you uh, sprinkling in a little innovation ideation into that as well? And so what's funny is, again, it's all about the, that person at that level, okay. right? So the person you're talking with that's in charge of the data might not be the best data person in the shop either. Uh -huh. So it's really about meeting the person at that person's needs. Kind of like education is yeah. involved into it. All right. So give me your tagline. What's the, what was the message here, man? Uh, help your people, educate Yay. your people, support your people. Amen to that. Yep. I mean, that's at the end of the day, that's it. Here, here. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> Thanks for joining us today. If, Thanks for the invite. Yeah. And if you're a listener out there and would like to ask Kevin or talk to Kevin more about what he talked to us about today, um, he's available. No problem. Just let us know at info at Great Data Minds. Um, and let's see, if you want to know more about what we're doing, we've got events, we've got chronicles, we've got blogs, we've got videos. We have more podcasts. Sign up at greatdataminds.com and you will find out about all of those. Maybe twice a month is all we hit you with. So um, have a great weekend, everybody. And uh, thanks again for joining us. Bye. Bye-bye.